space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, to ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua as Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Kelvec, Chris, Lieutenant Onal, and Tracy as Lieutenant Vigrel. This episode will pick up a few years later and they're on a diplomatic mission on the USS Copernicus. Okay, we'll pick up from four years we left off. Last time is a little refresher. You guys did a secret mission for uh, Captain Tazareth. I know you guys took some, at least Colbath, you took some like tricorder scans of that thingamajig. And you can yeah. analyze it a little bit before you know turning it in and it gets wiped and everything because special secret mission you guys can't talk about. Um, basically, what had happened is whatever that device was could be controlled by somebody's mind and alter matter around it in like a 50 no like a like a 15 or 20 yard area and change it into anything just just with their thoughts so and when we left off what's her name had taken it uh, for Starfleet um, you guys did hear afterwards shortly afterward that she has retired and gone into seclusion that's all that you know about that and it's been a couple years is there anything you guys have thought about that would have happened in those intervening four years. Uh, for Colbath, I'll tell you, uh, last year, the head of security got a transfer to another ship, and now Kelvec is the head of security. What? what? <laughs> Congratulations. Vigril is the ship's main pilot, but that's I think that doesn't change much. Is there anything you guys maybe thought that would have happened in the last four years? I'm trying to think of like what, like our ship might have done. We might, you know. Yeah. What what missions have you gone on? Yeah, your uh, your ship has done some science missions. What is it, what is about to be called on is a diplomatic mission. Just to give you guys a head up, you could have found some race or had first contact with somebody. Anything out of the ordinary. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we ran into a plasma storm at some point where something bad happened because those are never good. Plasma storm. <laughs> Something bad happened. Normal Star Trek episode. You probably met some person that called themselves a god, and then they were like, I'm a god, and you're like, no, you're not. And then they're like, oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm defeated. No. No. And then cool, jazzy 60s music played. Or or, or, or maybe, maybe we got, you know, like, transported through time somehow. No, to- no. Earth no. 2015. No. There's no time travel. <laughs> <laughs> you had a dream. It was a horrible I dream. We were, I thought we were going to like span all Star Trek tropes. Shh, we are. I have to do time travel. I yes. <laughs> Did we have to, maybe, maybe we had to fight the mirror universe versions of ourselves. 
You're gonna go back in time to the mirror. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put both of those in the same episode. <laughs> <laughs> mirror universe time traveling. Why not? <laughs> oh, and there's tribbles in that episode too. Because yes, <laughs> but only one. Anything. <laughs> yes, that's how it's gonna work. Yeah, I need to go ahead and jump in the story, so I don't keep everybody here late. Okay. The only changes besides you guys is Lieutenant Commander Roast, that Bolian is now a commander. Janet Tanner is now a senior chief petty officer in After Party. And Henry Bogart's now a Lieutenant JG. He's just moving up there so quick. So quick. Okay, so this one is, as with everything, block text. Everybody do nothing and just listen. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, it begins with the with the USS Copernicus, parked very close to the star Carnus Alpha. You are on a diplomatic mission dealing with diplomats from Carnus Alpha Three and Carnus Alpha Four. From this point, I'll probably just say CA Three and CA Four. A small ship of each representative planet is parked close by, and the delegates have requested a neutral group to meet, um, and also a place in system. It will be hard for the other for either representative planet to locate this unauthorized meeting. That's why the Federation's there. You guys are acting as uh, neutral grounds. Huh. Their peoples are have been at constant war and cold war, and they're aboard the Federation hopes of making a lasting peace. And we're gonna start with the you guys already split up, because I'm awesome like that. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Kelvec are with Commander Roast, that's the Bolian first officer in the after party. Lieutenant Onal and Lieutenant Vigrel are with Captain Zachary and others on the bridge. And we're going to start at the after party. Kelvec, you're there as head of security. You're in your official capacity. The commander has asked you, he, she's ordered you to relax because we're on diplomatic mission. There's three representatives for each group. Um, the CA3 guys, they'll all be in green clothing. I've made their names to match the color of the clothing they're going to wear, so it'll be super easy, I hope. So the CA3 people are wearing green clothing, and they're like Gev, Goon, Gak. They all look very humanoid, and there's people from CA4. They're wearing blue clothing. Their names start with B, Bodo, Brat, Bert. There's small tables of snacks there. This is kind of an informal meeting before the official thing. On one side, you have like the CA3 people. All their food is like hard bread, dry cheese, crumbly things, very hard. And on the other side, you have the CA4 people, the blue people. All their food is like soups, liquids, moist things. Nobody's really getting along. Uh, what are you guys doing? Kelvec at this diplomatic meeting. So it's secret, secret diplomatic talks, but in, in, a, in an official capacity. Yes, this is official capacity. No, this isn't. This no, isn't like a secret it, mission. This is. This okay. is totally on the up. And, it's just that they. These are kind of. Their own don't know. Their own people don't know. Um, these aren't like the right. like the president of the world. This is like. A, a very respected politician from each world that's kind mm -hmm. of on the peace end of each side is trying to meet and trying to come to like some kind of right. peace.
peaceful resolution. Oh, so this is the U.S. Iran allegory episode. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Not like Star Trek does any kind of social commentary whatsoever. What? So there's two groups of people, and depending on what you guys do, you can learn more about them. Or, But you're there in your official capacity. You do have a phaser. You are the only person from security there. Commander didn't want it to look too, like, militaristic. She wants it to be casual. That's why she ordered you to relax in a you know joking manner, but she shouldn't try because you're a Vulcan. Right, but I'm in my dress uniform. You've got your dress uniform, and you, you have access to a phaser, I'm assuming. Okay. What are you doing, Kelvec? Looking awkward and un- or tr- stiff and uncomfortable. With a, what do I like to drink? Not prune juice. That's too. Yeah. <laughs> that's too clean on of you. It is. Uh, I want to say like one of those like all good for you smoothies. Like that. Do you know that about that Soylent yeah. stuff? Yeah, like Soylent Green. Like one of those, like, yeah, but like the stuff that's out now, like. Yeah. They have like Soylent Green. green. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you actually wow, you're looking super relaxed. Then you're actually drinking something while you're on duty. Well, I'm Not, I'm just if I have to have a drink of something, it is something she, that hey, is, is good for me and gives me all my essential nutrients. Okay, but I still have I'm still awkward and stiff. Hey, off the, in the corner. The commander thinks you're you're doing your best to fit right in. Are you trying? You're just trying to blend in and not cause a scene. Doing as little as I can, but still meeting the requirements set out to me, or set out for me by my commanding officer to relax and mingle. Okay. So I'm there, and I have a drink, because this is how I've learned that humans associate, or most humans will associate being relaxed as having a drink in your hand. That's that's awesome. I didn't expect that at all. You've ruined the story now. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, for that, we'll come back to you. I'm going to go to the bridge. Uh, the captain, this is for Onal and Vigil. Uh The captain earlier agreed to the diplomatic party. But he left them in the capable hands of the commander. Plus, he doesn't want to go to the after party. You guys decided that they don't get along, so that's just not going to happen. <laughs> also, it's pretty boring. Basically, you're parked close enough to the sun to mess with sensors so that the planets can't tell you're there, but it's not actually doing any damage to you. Each representative brought their own tiny ship. It's like 20 to 30 meters long. It's not very big. But communications does say, um, sir, we've got a re- we're receiving a distress call. And the captain says, is there a closer ship, comms? Uh, communications, like, Hathaway has just notified us that they're closer and are taking the call. And the captain says, that's good. We aren't the only one in the quadrant. That would be really silly. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was a horrible no, delivery. No, no, that was good. <laughs> oh, that's kind of bad. It was it was bad. I I was when I wrote that I was I was very excited about that. <laughs> okay. <I can> tell. <laughs> okay. 
So just so you guys on the bridge know, you're you're close to the sun, you're close to that star, close enough to be messing up other people's sensors and your own, Quinky Dink, but not actually doing damage to anything. All right, so we'll go back to Kelvac. Give me a customs check. Okay. Customs. I don't have customs at all. Wow. Boom. Ooh. Minus three. <laughs> you, you, got, you, you know nothing about these people, or um, any, any like you've been watching them for a little bit, and you can't tell. You know, like why are these people angry at each other? There's nothing different about them whatsoever. They're all completely the same. They don't have different greetings and things like that. Wow, that's okay. Nice. So on the bridge, uh, science. Give me a notice check. And I think the ship actually gives you a bonus. Uh, does it? Yes. Give me. You get a plus one. Okay. So, uh, so you get a max of six. So I'm at a two. With the plus one? Yeah. Okay. That's enough. Um, you're going to get readings. I mean, it starts lighting up your board pretty quick. You can look at it, and you see that there is a freak gravitational wavefront heading right like not directly, but it's big enough that you're in the wake of it, and it's from the star coming right towards your ship. Mm. It's it's really huge. Think of uh, uh, Star Trek Six. Oh yeah, the yeah think yeah think of the yeah. when Kronos explosion that kind of wave. It's nice. it's, yeah, it's just a yeah. huge wave coming forward. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna activate the uh, molecular spatial displacer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I tried to do it. I had the second level up. Um, I will, of course, alert the captain. There's an impact wave coming in. Okay, he's going to come over and look and say, that's that's a very big one. Helm, steer us into the wave. I've heard that before. I'm going to steer us into the wave. <laughs> Give me a piloting check. Okay. Let's see, zero on the roll plus, I think it's four of my skills. Yeah. So, four. Oh, wow. You're... Okay, so four, that's... I'll give you a choice. Um, you're a good enough pilot. You can steer directly into the wave and take, you hope, less damage, or you can steer mostly into the wave but also block some of those smaller visiting ships and take the hit for them. I'll do that. Okay. You're going to, with a four, you can at least block them and take the hit for them. Uh, Captain, the shields are already raised because you're in the sun. Actually, no, it wasn't because you're not even you're not even that close. He's gonna raise shields. Uh, the tactical officer there can do that. Uh, the first wave hits and you're you're jostled a little bit. You know, the camera goes side to side and you guys react accordingly. Like, oh, go left, right. Oh man, it's horrible. Yeah, thank you, Tracy. Yes, that right there. And shimmy, 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 shimmy left. Yes. Uh, it's not as bad as you thought, Colbeth. You got you got a positive you got a positive on that roll, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. You're gonna you're gonna see that it, that wave was actually blocking a much bigger wave. Okay. Um, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna get like two seconds. I assume you 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 see that it's a a huge horrible wave coming in. What do you say? Well, uh, I'm going to scan that wave to see if there's any possible way to avoid it. Uh, and I'm gonna let the captain know at the same time that there's a larger wave coming at us. Okay, 
you don't even have to scan, mainly because it's plot device. Right. But <laughs> uh, it is it is huge, and you steered. I mean, even if you could, you, it'd take a long time. It's going to get there before you. But since you got positive on the roll, you can give people a warning to be like, you know, brace for impact, or it's it's going to be huge. Everybody that's sitting down, because you got the positive, can at least like not be horribly taken unawares. It's going to be huge, and unlike the last wave, this one is actually going to knock you guys out of your seats. Things are going to explode. Lights are going to go out. Things are going to dangle from the roof. Um, the guys, the people that were sitting, which was mostly you guys, uh, aren't going to take any flavor damage. Things that you're, unless you want to sit and then something can explode in your face, I'd prefer that you didn't. But you are you are knocked on your butt. You guys see the captain. He was standing up. He was over you at science. And he gets knocked over, hits his head. He's knocked out. Everything's dark. We're going we're gonna to come back to you guys. Think about what you would do. We're going to go back to the after party. So, Kelvec, you're there with some people standing around. Um, you feel the ship lurch to the side, and you're steering towards the sun, so it's starting to get darker in the room. Because the after party's in the aft, uh, you f- you feel it rock a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's a huge just. It feels like an explosion. Lights are going out. Things are dropping down out of the ceiling. Lights are going out. It's crazy. It's darkness for a few seconds. You hear uh, some muffling and some people trying to get up, and then all of a sudden you hear a man scream. And the lights come up, and you see uh, goon which is one of the guys from the green. He's an assistant to the head delegate. He's standing against the wall with a knife cutter. Not a knife cutter. That would be awesome. But no, <laughs> a cheese knife. A cheese knife sticking out of his belly. Give me an empathy roll. Uh, one. You got one? Yeah. Okay. He's in pain. You can tell that. But no, you see um, what happens is the other two assistants, the blue guys in blue, they're from CA4. They look at each other, and they're both like feet. They look at each other, and you can tell that they're both confused, and then they get scared. And then they run. They, okay. just, they just start to bolt out of the room, and the other green delegate assistant starts chasing after them. What are you going to do? I immediately message Sigbay letting them know that there is a medical emergency. You reach for the comm thing, and it is not working because emergency power has barely been activated. Okay. Do I have other... Uh, do I have my underlings around me? No, because she just wanted you there. There's some other officers and some enlisted there. Mm-hmm. And the commander. The commander's going to say, Kelvec, get those men. I will take the rest of these guys to sick bay. Okay. You need to get those men and get us power back on this ship. Once you've done that, right. find me back at medical. Uh, aye, sir. I put my drink down and bolt off after them. Okay. We could say. Um, I was expecting you to try to shoot somebody, but uh, you you get your well, phaser. Out, right? 
They're, they were they were running out the door, but we'll say that it knocked right. on the floor and you picked it. You you could like dramatically pick it up and you shoot at one, and then like but they're they're gone just out of the nick of time. So okay. you've got your phaser. You're gonna chase at them through the door. So we've got the bridge. Okay, so you guys are the it, on the bridge. Uh, just to update, and then you guys can do whatever. Uh, the computer's down. Terminals are down. It's smoke. It does appear only basic systems are on, like gravity. Warp field containment, and you assume that because if that had failed, you'd be dead. You have no idea on life support. That's all you know so far. What are you guys doing? So, who all's on the bridge and who all's conscious on the bridge? And who's next uh, in command? That would be Vigral, since he's in command division. Because uh, the captain was there, the commander is down in after party. Other heads, this was during a like third shift thing. So it's Vigral, then probably you. Uh, there's some other lieutenants there, and maybe like an enlisted man. Anybody there with medical training? You are the most medically trained person there. Right. I just wonder if there's anybody else. Um, no. Okay. I'll diagnose the captain. Okay. Yeah, just give me a scholarship. Oh, uh, I think that's like a six. That's really good. Um, he's not with that. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. not in any immediate danger. He took a huge hit to the head, flavor-wise, you know, knocked unconscious. But it's probably a concussion. Could he could have some kind of aneurysm later on if he's not treated? But he's not like bleeding out or anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll call the sick bay and see if they have any way to get him. Okay, you reach for the comm thing, and internal communications is not working. Okay, so internal communications are down. Do we have sensors? Any, any internal sensors? You might, but the the sign station is destroyed, um, and none of the other consoles are working. Okay. Is the, is the comms officer uh, conscious? Uh, yeah, the communications officer is uh, conscious. Do we have subspace communication? She says uh, no, nothing's working. There's no power up here besides. Emergency lights. Let okay. me roll a discipline check for her. She's she's like a lieutenant JG. She is without rolling empathy. She's not holding it together that well. Okay, I'm gonna go see if I can't help her out. Okay, you, you want to spend your time like just talking well, with her? She, and... uh, is she capable of like carrying or helping the captain? Yeah, yeah. Is she uh, strong enough? Yeah, you you know everybody here is it's strong probably. Well, so I want to take her and if there's another like a security officer and say get the captain to the, the medical bay. Okay. That way she can do something and feel like she's doing something and it'll keep her from freaking out. I was gonna say you could at least tell that if you give her a job she could probably do it, but yeah. she's not gonna be on independent thought right now. Right. So I just get him to the sick bay. Okay. And then I'll take over comp, I guess. That seems to be the only station working. Oh, that's it's not it's not working. Are there any stations working? No, there's no stations working. Does it appear that we will be able to get one working from the bridge? Yeah, that's the next step. As it's looking right now, at least here, it looks like the most of them are not working, or they're they're not working at all. Okay, maybe we should go to try to make our way to engineering to make sure. To try to get main power back on. 
in theory, maybe from there we're, we might be able to do some other stuff. Yeah, it was either that or I was going to see if we can't uh, repair a station here. But if, if it looks like they're not destroyed, then let's, let's go There's down stuff there. hanging down? I mean, there's nothing saying you want to try to repair it? I mostly want to get – I'd like to see if I could get a message out of here. Give me, give me if you want to try to repair one, it'd just be a craftsmanship. Mostly, if I can at least try to get a beacon going. You do know that there are, like, uh, there are beacons down, and maybe, like, manually activated beacons could be in other parts of the ship. Okay. If they're not affected by whatever hit you guys. Are you want to make a distress call or to yeah, try to? Yeah. Get, okay. Good idea. So that at least hopefully somebody that might be in the area may be able to come. I don't think we should leave the bridge empty. No. No, I, I agree. Um, so did we send everybody with the captain to the? There were like six people on the bridge, I think. Yeah. yeah. Some captains passed out, and like let's say like half of the people got knocked out. Half of them are awake, so there's. No, then I just sent the two that were awake out of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so it's down to just you two guys. And one other passed out person. Okay, I'm going to check on the passed out person. Are, is their condition stable or? Give me a. Actually, I'll give it to you. They're they're fine. They're breathing. They just got a big you know flavor cut to the head. Okay. And they're they're like moving, so you don't think anything's broken. They're not. They are. They are knocked out. So what do you? What is you guys' plan? Okay, well, I think you make a good point about. Not leaving the bridge empty, but it's not seeming like we can do a whole lot from here right now. I don't know if going to engineering, going to after party to check on the delegates. You do know that um, if you you're talking about trying to get a message, if the if the other planets, it would be a sticky situation if they came to help you and then found out what was happening. Okay. But I'm not saying don't do it. No, I'm not trying to make that decision at all. I'm just saying you know that at least if they show up, it's it's unknown what would happen. Okay, you sent them down to sick bay. They had to pry open the door and manually go down some tubes and stuff. It's going to take them a while. It's a small ship, but without working electronics, it takes a while to go from places. Yep. But luckily, I mean, you guys are in shape and stuff, so it's it doesn't it's not horrible to go through this stuff. So, stations are destroyed. Sparks are going places. Um, all you know that all you know that works is gravity and emergency lights. It's convenient that gravity never goes out. Shh, shh. <laughs> oh wait, gravity just went out. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, yeah, those. That's all you know. Life support could or could not be working, but. It looks like that gravitational wave front just destroyed all all your uh, technology systems, and you're assuming that like uh, highly shielded systems are still working, right? And so, what are you guys doing? We're going to engineering, right? Yeah, I think that would be the best idea to see if we can get main power back on to make sure life support's working. Possibly even to access yep. communication. Do I have a you could get one from the bridge. I'm gonna get one. Okay. 
I'm gonna it start has... checking. I'm gonna check for the content in the air, and I'll be watching for the carbon dioxide content to see if it's increasing. All right, I'm. I. Uh, you can get one from the bridge. Uh, that one is not working, but you do know that there's a place close by where they keep. You know, for situations like this, where an extra shielded location where they keep stuff like that. Like in the next room, you know, you can get where there's a tricorder that most likely has been shielded, whatever. Like emergency gear, like right. tricorder, flashlight. Phaser, yeah, those, like that. yeah. Little things to help us open the doors. Oh, dang it. Yeah, yeah those little oh. things. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd forget about that. Well, there's also the manual switches right next to them. Yes, there are. You, you can... Uh, yes, and then... Isolinear chips in and out, all the good things. Right, right. So we'll I'm going to some of that. Too. You don't have to roll on that. It was take a little bit. You guys are doing with the smoke and stuff. You guys are heading towards the the secret supply stuff. I'm going to grab a phaser. Give me a notice roll. Yeah. Notice roll. Yes. I've got a one. Awesome. Hey, it's positive. I just want a positive. Uh, my notice is two. So I got a two. Okay, two. Oh, no. It was basically to see which one of you guys sees this. Oh, okay. Uh, you're going down the hallway. Luckily, it's dark because there is... Oh, what is what is what are the windows made of? It's from Star Trek IV. Oh, transparent okay. aluminum? You guys are nerds. Yeah. <laughs> transparent aluminum. Uh, so that's... It's not a force field. So you look out and you can see, mainly because uh, it's really dark in here, and you can see there the two ships that are visiting you. They've they've been hit as well. They're not exploded or anything. But since you got a positive, I just want to make sure you guys can see that there is plasma coolant leaking out of those ships. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Mm. And you guys, and I don't know, you players probably know, and your characters may not, but just so everyone knows, if you run out of plasma coolant, then that's a sign of a warp core breach. Boom. So that's not very cool. Thank you for listening to episode 11 of our Star Trek Fate Adventure. If you'd like to check out other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also are on the Stitcher and the iTunes. You can check us out there. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com. We also have the Facebooks if you want to contact us there. If you'd like to support us and help us get better equipment... You can do that over at the Patreon. It's like Burn Everything Gaming, Patreon, or Patreon. One of those two things. Either way, we would love to hear from you, and we just hope you keep enjoying.